Oh yeah. You can't we see. We got a theme song. You can't see, but I'm dancing. We got a theme I'm dancing song. To the, and it's a banger. You promised Wah. a banger. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't call this a banger, but it's okay. not an insult. It, okay. It's dopey. It's fun. It's I think like it's fun. us. Let's run with and it. That, well, we have to now. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> we don't have to. It's, I mean, we do. I like it. I'd it's, like to know what people think good. about it if anyone wants to comment it. Yeah, and, yeah well, all that we, stuff. It's, I think it hits a lot of the tones of our show. It's a bit geeky. It's a little bit retro. It's got some good vibes. Well, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show we're going to talk about all our geeky interests. We're going to be talking about movies and TV shows, comic books, and video games. My name's Tommy. I'm delighted, as always, to be. Repped from my I can't remember the fucking words What do I normally say? Let's do this <coughs> Joined Joined is the word okay, joined, joined is the word Joined By my friend and co-host From across the pond Wetthor Wetthor Dre And now I'm, you, I'm delighted I'm, I'm delighted I'm good I'm delighted that now I've turned my mic And I get to look at you When I talk to you You're beautiful Face. I appreciate that. That's yeah. very very polite. No problem. Well, man. to be fair, like at least the room's the same way around this for this one week. Yeah, we've we've gotten like it's now three weeks running, maybe two. You've got the karma of it right. Yeah, it's the, not going to move the around. Feng shui. It's all the good. Feng shui. What did I, I think say? We last made week? the same joke last week, actually. Yeah. Well, to be fair. Um, well, that's the point. I'm riffing off last week's joke. Yeah, yeah, but even like the feng shui comment, I think yeah. that that this I'm, bit has. I'm been absolutely used. down with how it is. Um, <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, who cares? In, in any point. case, I'm doing well, man. It's complete nonsense. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling a little bit coldy today. A little bit. What yeah. if it's Joe? Joe, it's like getting summertime here now. Like I have a fan pointed at me constantly. So I wonder if it's almost just like the fan just making me like. mistake. Yeah, that's the mistake. You got to so just, fucking hot. Just sleep naked. <laughs> well, I mean, I do. <laughs> it's the only answer in the Sydney. What more do I? With no AC. Sleep naked. Yeah, um, I wish I could get it. Yeah, man, I'm excited too. today to talk about not just our our love of comic books and video games and movies, but a mix of both of those yeah. two things potentially. Uh, it's going to be an exciting one. Video games and movies slash TV shows slash. Yeah, I can't wait. Actually. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, what have you yeah. been up to then? Like, talk uh, to me. What have you been doing in this space? To be honest, man, I, I haven't seen a lot of new stuff. I watched uh, Sisters Brothers. I don't know that. What is that? It's a Netflix original. It's a Western, actually. Okay. Which I'd be down to talk Bring about. Bring back the Western. Yeah, I would be down to talk about, like, top five Westerns as a complete side. Oh, throw it side, in there. Uh, Why not? Side pro- side subject, but... Um, Can we not talk about Aliens vs. Cowboys? Probably the worst movie of all time. God, I forgot that existed. <laughs> is that Seth MacFarlane? Seth MacFarlane, right? No, no, no. Daniel Craig. I'm thinking, was, of, Dan- what is I'm he- thinking of A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, which also, called. like, fair enough. Like, those things kind of blend together. What was Daniel Craig doing in a movie called Cowboys vs. Aliens? Dude, I have no idea. Like he was, I so, can't even remember the movie. I don't think I watched it. At all points of his career, he was better than that. I would say. Not all, that I've seen all this points movie. of his career. That's that's a strong. I mean, like I guess all points <laughs> of his career that I've known him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, the first he, one I remember from was Layer Cake. Do you remember Layer Cake? Did you ever see that? Yeah, it's a it's a drug movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's in the sort of vein of like. I don't um, think I've ever seen it, but it's on Netflix, and I wanted to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, it's very much in the same vein as like a lock, stock, or two smoking barrels, but probably slight with a class turned upside. I'd say in terms of like they put on the British accent more when they're doing. Yeah, it. yeah. It's really good. I said, highly recommend. It's definitely worth a watch. It's him much younger. Anyway, uh, sisters, brothers. Yeah, sisters, brother. No, Sisters Brothers. It's a very confusing name. Joaquin Phoenix. Send me a link uh, after. I'll check it out. Yeah, dude. It's it's, it's Joaquin Phoenix. It's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, John C. Riley, ah. Riz Ahmed, who you may have seen mm. in other things like Star know. Wars, Rogue One. Um, he's a crazy guy. I haven't seen that. I still haven't seen it. It's like the best one. I know. I've seen the. I've seen the Vader scene at the end. That's all I need to know. Ah. It's that that scene. What is it? That's what Star Wars should be. Oh, when he's. Oh yeah, when he's going. When Vader badass, just goes. Yeah. Hectic for sure, on those guys. For sure. Um, he's also in what is that movie? Uh, or, sorry, not movie. Miniseries on HBO is called like The Night or like uh, it was about this court case. Anyway, I'll, I'll get to it in a sec. I'll look okay. it up. But Sisters Brother, good Western, good take on the Western. Um, yeah, Aren't I, you know? a, I love it. Was a big fan. Well, I mean, a lot of good. I mean, like that's one sort of area that an, an MCU sort of. Uh, like the key differentiator for me for the MCU is that they try a lot of different styles of their movies and like a Western would be difficult to do in terms of an MCU movie but I mean it's not out of the realms like if you just take some of the themes and the some of the nuances of that, that film genre why not? Yeah for sure. Sure. And what else have you been watching? What else have you been up to? Ah, uh, that's that's the main thing. I've actually been reading. There's a new. Uh, I got going full nerd here. Oh, go hit me. Full high fantasy. A uh, new Stormlight Archive book that just came out. I think last Tuesday. Okay. Um, so Stormlight. it's the fifth book. I think. Did we talk about this last week? I'm I don't still, think so. I'm still reading it. Anyway, it's um, 
Brian Sanderson, the guy who finished the Wheel of Time series, okay. uh, made this series his own series, and it's uh, the fifth book in like what's going to be ten. He just churns them out, though, man. This guy, damn. Every two or three years, he's no—he's not like George R. R. Martin just sitting in the <laughs> wherever he is doing nothing, Wait, eating, waiting, eating to, waiting to yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. He he churns them out. So I'm, God, I'm a what fan. What does he do with his time? Build really, really good literature, but just take a really long time to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of the extent of what I've been doing, man. How oh, fun. I mean, about this you? week I finally got around to finishing The Boys, and I'm chuffed. The Boys season two. It's one thing that I should have done ages ago, but like I say, I have this sort of... I, it's kind of against the culture of the moment of completely binging everything at the moment it comes out and everything dropping all at once. At the moment, if I like a program, I like to take my time with it and like spread it out, do it week by week. I kind of like that sort of water cooler feel to watching TV. You know, like yeah, having something to talk about. Like, but then no, no, no one ever does that. Like my girlfriend, for example, she will binge an entire show in a day, a day and a half, and I'm like. You've just like that. That's all your content gone. Yeah. Just, no, I also just, just like I didn't realize how much I missed it until like The Mandalorian has reset that. It's probably the first show that I've actually right done this with since like Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Episode like where I've had to wait every week, like had to because yeah, everything yeah. lately is just on Netflix. I'm behind right? on that. I haven't watched any of that. This yeah, week. I need to. But I, point I hear being, it's real good. But point, I actually now I'm a fan of it. It gives you something to look forward to during the week. Um, well, it's and, interesting. Maybe we could have a chat about it next week. I'll catch up and like interesting if they've gone for you know how we talked a couple of weeks back about how we felt it was getting stale in certain areas bring that back and sort of say like oh did it did it do the things we said it needed to bring us back into kind the of but i'm almost like thinking they're doing it ah. and creating a new character that's going to have their own offshoot show yeah probably and then it's not actually going to well, be i know, I know who theme. it is it's the, yeah it's Ahsoka Tana, right yeah but also also like she was badass so i'd be down with that but like i feel like we're not going to see her again it's kind of like her preview and then she's gonna oh uh, okay we'll, we'll see don't, I don't, don't tell me because like i said i haven't seen it. i'm yeah I'm episodes behind. anyway but, uh, what oh, i was gonna say yeah, rizumed by the way the night of Okay. It's, it's a single season, eight episode series um, on HBO that's really freaking good. Uh, and that's where I first first saw Resume. HBO? Yeah, way back when. It was... We don't have Binge yet, so we need to work on that first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bin- sure. Binge is the Australian version of HBO for anyone who doesn't know. All owned by a horrible human being who no one really wants to talk about. So let's <laughs> Mur- move. Some Murdoch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, unless he's going to sponsor us and give us a lot of money, I don't give a shit. He's a, he's a weird old man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, let's not dig our grave too soon, right? <laughs> well, do you want to talk a little bit about the news? What's been happening in the world? Oh, God. I don't have any news. Um, everything, I, everything I looked up was pretty old. Like, well, I wanted to do it in line with what we're doing today. Sure. And um, I couldn't really find there was some There was some leaked stuff for the, the Resident Evil game oh, movie. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Wait, is it show, is it show or a movie? That's Netflix. It's right? a sorry show. There was a couple screenshots of some like okay. sets with a mansion. Yeah, or I something. did see that. Yeah, um, but that was like two weeks ago. So to be honest, there was nothing new. So yeah, I, I'll, I, I'm leaning on you for news. Oh, I was just going to talk generally comic book stuff. So I mean, if there if you do have anything specific, go for it. But we can start with the kind of pretty sad news that David Prowse, the actor who originally played Darth Vader in the Star Wars movies, passed away at age mm. 85. This guy's a true legend of cinema. Like he like brought to life one of the most compelling villains probably cinema will see but fun fact about him as well he also trained christopher reeves going back to one of our old shows to get in shape for superman how cool is that that's awesome he literally trained superman (laughs) (laughs) darth vader impressive and trained superman i mean that's pretty awesome if you ask me i'm not gonna lie yeah it's a resume well, uh, a couple of other bits, and I'll skip through these because, like, I mean, it's been a pretty slow week for news. A really interesting one was that Godzilla vs. Kong, you know, the movie. <laughs> so, you know, they've, brought, they've essentially built this cinematic universe where there's the new King Kong movie and the new Godzilla movie. I didn't realize they were in the same well, universe. They are. Yeah. But now. Well, well, the new movie is Godzilla vs. Kong. That okay. is the new movie. And apparently, Netflix put an offer in of around $200 million to secure the rights to have it on their streaming service but Time Warner apparently blocked it and said no why would you spend that much money on that movie it's a pretty big temple movie and I'd, I'd love to watch it yeah but are you gonna like join Netflix for that well I mean that's what they're hoping I, I guess that's what they're hoping yeah, but well, I just don't think people this would. is what we talked about anyway. last week though like you sign up to a thing look at us in Disney Plus like you sign up to it you're just gonna be on there for a year for sure but like for the Mandalorian not for fucking Kong <laughs> <laughs> it's very different I don't know it's true anyway. but I mean it depends on the person right yeah. okay true. well 
Uh, another one, quick one to mention, Johnny Depp has officially been cast as Grindelwald. In He's the, back. He, no, sorry, Johnny Depp has obviously left. I'm talking about Mads Mikkelsen has officially been cast. Oh, okay. I was like, ooh, wow. That's quite a swift change. I don't know why they didn't go for him in the first place because they literally made Johnny Depp look like Mads Mikkelsen for the role. <laughs> it's like, just get the guy who also already has a sinister accent and isn't acting like a drunk pirate. Like, Fair enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he actually suits the part. Yeah. He's going to be great. I've got good, good feelings about that. I didn't see the last Harry Potter movie. I was kind of like over this Fantastic Beast storyline. but um. So I saw it. To, uh, my brother and his wife loved of those movies and I and I went to see it with them at the cinema yeah I think it was they bought us it for Christmas present. it was when I was back in the UK last yeah. year and yeah it was fine like I it was very telegraphed I could really see what was happening like a like a thousand miles away it was like okay well mm. that's gonna happen but I don't really like the movies I'm not gonna lie I, but then I don't I, but so do I'm, you like none of them you don't even like I, I like well, the, the originals I'm like I don't love them but I'll watch them these ones were like I wasn't even interested exactly that I'm a, I, I love the Harry Potter books growing up so I sort yeah. of grew up with them almost like through time and I bloody love them yeah. could read them now and be happy God, um, I feel like we talked about this last week as well I don't think we, we not on the show it's I so hard to we remember do what is out bullshit outside chat? of just chatting and then, this. You know what that, is right? this podcast <laughs> it's like a, it's a, it's a, Look, the di- the it's a whirlwind between, the difference between you and me is I edit this fucking thing so I so have to you, listen you back to all to the know, crap man. we talk about you would have to I know. generally know well I'll give you a couple more then so have you ever been a fan of Doctor Who uh, not a fan but I, I'm like trying to remember it Okay, well, I mean, first I, I got him confused with Mr. Gadget <laughs> in my head for a second there, and then the, right. then the Mr. Gadget theme song went in my head. I Do you love remember that. the Mr. Can we Gadget just talk about Doctor Gadget? Is it Doctor? I'm pretty sure it's Mr. I'm talking about something very different. What are you talking about? It's like a cartoon. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Fuck me. How are we both? That oh, is gosh. a blast from the past. That is a serious blast like from the past. Fucking Captain Planet last week. This week, Mr. Oh my Gadget, god, I love. I love to see a Captain Planet cinematic version that'd be so good anyway look they've announced that they're releasing a new Doctor Who on New Year's Day no way and way it's probably gonna be the Daleks again who cares like mm. I'm so I I think everyone likes their first Doctor and that's how you kind of go and I really loved Tennant as the Doctor Matt Smith I enjoyed I thought he was quirky and fun but I thought it had some really bad writing behind him they then switched over to uh, I nearly said Lewis Capaldi then Christ and then switched over to Capaldi who isn't a singer and he was great but I didn't really I'd already lost interest by that point so now it's got a female doctor and I just have no interest in going back to it so it's a shame because I did really love it for a moment there gotta uh, be honest man Literally no idea what Doctor Who is, <laughs> and I'm just disappointed that it's not Mr. Inspector Gadget. Like uh, now that you now that you got my head in this place, I'm like, why don't they Inspector just Inspector Gadget? Like amazing. Inspector Gadget needs to be the anyway. What is the? Can you give me the backstory of this? It's uh, it's kind of eight point two on Ron to me. Doctor Who's great. 2012. Look, version. maybe maybe we'll do a little section on it at some point because okay. I I especially if we were talking about the earlier Doctor Who stuff, I could definitely geek out on that. But for the moment, I think if you don't know anything about it, I don't think. <laughs> Look, Save Daredevil, hashtag Save Daredevil was trending this week. It was finally the rights of Daredevil are going back to Marvel. Finally. And people really, like, like we, talk, we did talk about this a couple we of did. weeks ago. They really want that Charlie Cox version of Matt Murdock back as Daredevil. I do, you do. That's all we need to say. Hashtag Save Daredevil. Put it on your social medias. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so friend of the show, Steve, if you remember, messaged us last week about a new actor, Dan Stevens, who was potentially being cast as Professor X. Mm-hmm. Now, we he did message back, and I just wanted to say, I do actually know who this guy is. Okay. <laughs> uh, friend of show Steve says, we missed the fact that he played an anti-hero type of guy in an X-Men-based show called Legion. I don't know if you know Legion. I've heard of it. Is all, I mean... I saw the first episode, really enjoyed it, and then forgot to watch any more of it, which is very me. Um, what is it on? He's a, I, I can't always remember, um, but he's not he's not just from Downton Abbey. This dude is essential. I, I, to the best of my knowledge, he has a split personality, but each of his personality has a different superpower. And he was actually really good in that. I remember he isn't just a Downton Abbey guy. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Which I think that's pretty cool, and he was very good in that. Yeah. Um, and as far as I know, that's pretty much all of the news, unless you're interested in Van Helsing. Mm. <laughs> I don't care either. Mm. I didn't even care if it was Hugh Jackman, so they're apparently doing another one. The only Van Helsing Great. I like is the one from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Wait, what? 
<laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben Helsing, <laughs> I'll kill <laughs> him. That's so good. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't, that didn't click in my head. To be Van fair, Helsing it's only great. like one line in it. It's actually about like the, the song he sings, isn't it? Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, it's about Dracula, not Ben Helsing, I think. I Van Helsing's in it, though. He makes like a really brief cameo. Does he? Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, we're talking super brief. But um, unless you brought any weird news for the week. Uh, no, let me let me see if I can pull something up in the meantime. But nah, don't stress. For now. Well, why, don't you, why don't you then preface our uh, conversation for the week? Okay, this week we decided... Uh, Main know, topic theme. Yeah, we don't have that theme yet. Today's topic. topic is uh, basically video games that we believe should be adapted to some kind of medium of television or film, I think is the two that we're kind of looking at today we're going to explore why what we like about them kind of hey why would work in whatever venue we think who we think should maybe be casted in some of these Ooh, fan casting. you know fan casting a bit i don't want to spend too much time on that because there's so many options who should Nonsense. even direct it in some cases but you know the themes of it and really you know why it should be created love it um and i think we each picked three so yeah we did. well We'll see what we get to. Well, I picked three, but then there's a few others that I quite like yeah. the idea of. But I mean, let's just bounce off each other. I mean, that's the main thing. Right? Yeah, I picked three big ones that I did like actual analysis on. I was like, okay, actually, analysis. Who, Damn. who would I? Well, I was like, who would I cast? That was the hardest <laughs> part. I'm like, I don't actually know actor names, so I'm like, that guy from. Oh that my thing. god, me too. <laughs> and I'm on IMDb but for I don't hours. Know any new actors either? Yeah. Well, and then when I couldn't think of anything, I was just like, yeah, just cast somebody unknown. That's exactly what they need for this. <laughs> just an unknown actor. Unknown Brit. Couldn't be. Couldn't be fucked. Yeah, I don't know. Brit more like. All the unknown actors that come into these shows. I are love all like Stranger Things, for example, is a prime example of for me, basically unknowns coming in and just smashing the show. Yeah, Thrones too. I think that was the first time I actually like saw and loved something where I didn't know ninety percent of the actors. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of them were from like BBC stuff. Yeah. But. Well, I know. I, I the weird thing is like I like I occasionally see random stuff and I was in the gym the other day and on one of the I, I go to the gym I'm, I, I, like, I like to stay fit Armsy likes to stay fit <laughs> who the, could tell <laughs> I want to see screen as his biceps oh, rip God. through the shirt on one of the on one of the TV screens I'm not gonna I'm not even gonna indulge you on this they had um they had an old, like old, old, old TV show on, and I don't even know what it was, but it was like two or three of the actors from Game of Thrones, like Ned Stark's wife, completely. Uh, she was in it, um, and I just remember seeing someone else being like, sh- the other person was either in Harry Potter or yeah. Game of Thrones. I was like, now I know where you started. You were in this piece of crap TV show. <laughs> I think a lot of them were in like crap TV shows, but that was their big kind of. Yeah, you yeah, can still be unknown and be yeah, in like a sitcom absolutely. show, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, so our main theme then, we're, our main topic, we're going to be talking about video games that we would like to see translated into a cinematic medium. So, Dre, what's your what's your first one? What did you What did you yeah, go with? Debating which one to start with. All right, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, Alan Wake, but this one's Ooh. hard for me because I actually didn't finish this game. Oh, okay. But uh, and it was so long ago. I think it got released in like 2010 or something. Well, I'm going to throw out there my third one. I'm going to show you. I haven't got anyone near finishing. I've only played it, but I know the storyline. Yeah. So. Well, I obviously looked up the storyline for this, but uh, yeah, I think Alan Wake would be a really, really interesting okay. um, kind of adaption to probably a movie. Okay. I don't think there's enough content to make it like a show. Right. Uh, but if you're going to like put it into like a synopsis in a sentence, it's kind of like like a broken writer who's experiencing write, writer's block. And by yep. broken, I mean obviously has like past trauma okay. in his life um, that's hinted at throughout the beginning. Uh, wakes up in an apparent creation of his own novel that he's kind of living, huh. that he doesn't remember writing, and fights a supernatural threat, uh, or what might be even demons from his own kind of Ooh. subconscious, Ooh. in order to like find his wife and basically uh, save this town that he's Very living. Very Silent Hill. So yeah, it's like exactly. It's kind of like that, but it's also uh, it's interest. It's just an interesting concept because it, okay, yeah, it, my brother used to love this game. It was just, it was just so weird and new, and yeah. I could just totally. And I, I don't think you would make like uh, direct. Um, this is one where I would be okay if they didn't stay with the source material, okay. but kind of use it as like an influence yeah. by. So what's the what's the genre then? I would say it's almost like psychological sci-fi thriller. Ooh, is what I'd, I'd call it. That's and a lot I would, of genres. If I was gonna, if I was gonna, if I was gonna critique the plot, I think they go a little too far in the sci-fi. It's it's oh, really okay. it's really heady. 
Because um, all I remember is there's something with a torch, right? Yeah. So basically, there's this like <laughs> real deep analysis from me there. <laughs> I really thought I'd help out. There's this like entity that starts to like take over the town. And okay. He and it, the story is driven by this entity and the plot that he has apparently written, which kind of starts to mirror his own life. Cool. I believe. So, what do you think? Um, w- w- what then makes you think it would work well on film? I just think it's got like that element where if you got the right director, the right actors, and actually made a, a, a script that was less video game driven. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you can everything. Say that about anything. So basically, everything. It's got. No, you but I later said about anything. I, I just think it could be really good, I'm not kidding. just like good. Like I'm, I'm like, okay, if you got like a director that had done psychological thrillers sure. before, and you got an actor who could, like, if you got like an Oscar Isaac. Oh, Someone yeah. who's like that, like, could play that haunted, cool. like... Your favorite actor. ...writer role. Or even, like, a Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. Like, so he could be an older actor. He's pretty older now, to but, be fair. To be fair, he is. But you could... I was thinking about it. You could have an older actor in this. It's like a successful author is uh-huh. the guy. And those guys aren't always young. <laughs> you know, they've been They're around like the block. your fave, George R.R. And he's... Uh, no, definitely not him. Uh, he's definitely not young. Not getting <laughs> younger. And he's, um, you know, he's suffering from writer's block. Like, that could be anybody, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I like it. So what are the visuals then? So like, from my memory, it's quite dark and quite like... It was really ahead of its time with like, light, with like lighting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the visual, like you're in the game, you're like fighting these like dark entities that are like Ooh, vessels of okay. like, that like sometimes represent people. Okay. That you're like, okay, is this someone from his past? Is this someone from a story? Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, I just think it'd, it'd be a really good experiment. Like the themes are kind of explore the creator's torment, right? Like, okay. How nothing is ever satisfied. Like when sure. you're when you're like sure, like sure, that sure. fine line between like genius and um, maniac and insane. It's like that's where create creativity. I feel like that's this podcast. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're going for. <laughs> no, wait, is, is there a, is somewhere on that line? Is that nonsense? Yeah. Well, nonsense <laughs> is on the far left of that. It's not in that fine that infinite it's line. It's not in that fine line. Far, far I don't think we're get. treading that line. <laughs> Candidly, I think that, yeah, this is garbage. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but, hey, man. Garbage. Garbage is strong. He's, uh, yeah, it's it's a really interesting exploration of like the creator's torment and like never being satisfied with your work, but also wanting to like have it be loved, and also like what power creativity is also usually tragedy and oh yeah things nice. like that. So I think you could take that element of it and make it less supernatural because in the game like it ends up being this supernatural entity that like right. feeds off of creative power and it's taking over this yeah. guy's it's life. It's literally a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. right. Got it's it. A, so I think you could you could make it a little bit more in his own. A little more heady and a little okay. less supernatural and it'd be really good did you have any directs in mind i did write some down for this one actually um i don't think you would ever do this but if you look at like martin scorsese what he did with shutter island that's what i imagine this Got but it. like as like not a detective as a novel writer who's Got had it. a past trauma uh, as a writer also uh david fincher he's just done a lot of thrillers i think he could pull Finch something like great, this off yeah. um and Denis, you remember this guy from uh, the arrival Denise oh, yeah. Villeneuve, he's done a lot of weird things like this. Like yeah, I love Denise Villeneuve. He's there's great. another one that he did with Jake Gyllenhaal. I forget what it's called. I think it's like The Imposter or something. Okay. And it's just about this guy who meets like a... I've been talking a lot, but I guess that's the point of a podcast. It's about this guy who meets a, like, a guy that looks exactly like him, but is different in these odd ways. So it's a self-reflection right. kind of thing. Um, I feel like he could do something really cool with this. That's really cool. Yeah. I really like that idea. Um, yeah. It's different as well, because I think a lot of psychological horrors these days can sort of lean a bit too far into the te- like the horror aspect, but this seems like it's going to be more focused on the actual psyche and like the personality behind what's going on, which is really interesting. And that's kind of like... The Silent Hill movies, and I said that before, were like that was their problem. They went way too far into the horror and not enough into the actual story of the psyche yeah. breaking behind the human, which is re- really fun. The way cool. I think about this one is like you could have a supernatural element, yeah, and but it would have to be tied to the, the characters a lot, like the Haunting of Hill House, if you've seen that on Netflix. Like I haven't, I know you said it's really great. It's, it's really character driven, and that's that's what I would imagine this to be. Anyway, fun. Should I give yeah, you now my let's hear first? Your first one? Okay, so my first one uh, is a very different... In fact, all mine seem to be similarly toned for some reason, but I guess that's just the type of game that I would get. What I, that I would play. My two are as well. Yeah. Coming up. 
Okay, well, this one, uh, the first one I was going to go with is God of War from 2018, which is probably one of my favorite games, I mean, easily the last five years, if not more. It's It builds on all of the things that the original God of War games created and just turns into something completely different. This Dude, is That game is like well, all those games. I've, it's like the one series I've never played, but every time I look at a review, it's like 10 out of 10. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> like, and, I really should play these games. Well, I was, I was looking through the games that I've played and think, thinking back, and I was like, what's the, the, the least obvious one? And I've obviously come right back to the most fucking obvious one, <laughs> because it's I the did. one that everybody... <laughs> that's how I ended up in Alan Wake, bro. <laughs> God of War 2018. Yeah, Christ, but like, the other two of mine are pretty popular, so that's why I I, I think mine will be as well, but yeah. I think so... I mean, the film itself, you know, it's it's a big cinematic sort of high fantasy, follows around protagonist Kratos, and he now has a son, which is the real crux of the game. Yeah. So this guy who was originally the god of war, or became the god of war through the other games, who was yeah. this brutal slaying Spartan, now has to nurture this uh, youth who's with him, and it's a really interesting twist on the story. And he goes on an adventure through, so the original ones are based on Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. And then these ones, this, funnily Great enough, <laughs> and then this one is now based, this is based on like the Norse gods. Ah. So the, yeah, he then goes on a, a, a adventure in the game through some of the nine realms. It's, I mean, it's an action adventure hack and slash. So there's so much you could do with that. But the interesting thing for me is about this game. It really plays off well, the difference between those hack and slash elements and the real pensive moments where mm-hmm. it's just him and the, him and he just says boy, like he's never calls him by his name. So right then he always calls him boy. Yeah, it's really, it's it's really like really interesting and kind of like Baby Yoda. It's not his actual name, but kind of. Sorry, just more, I think it's just track. more of an aggression, threw, more of an aggressive thing. Yeah, Sorry. well, a little bit there. But it's I, this. The thing I like about this is it's it's focused on the character progression. It's not necessarily just. It's obviously a very good hack and slash game. They've built a lot of new elements into it. And it it's just so good though the relationships within it and the character progression you see. And I could I would love to see like a pre Hobbit Peter Jackson putting something like this I together. I used Peter Jackson just as well for another well, one online. There might be some overlay. I mean, yeah. obviously some of the best directors, right? But like yeah. the way he built the worlds and the way he used, the way he used the characters from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He didn't just, you know, plonk them in this world. He created them and we really felt like in the, the original trilogy, I love, I mean, now he just does everything CGI, but in the first place, I really did like that. And if you know anything, every fan caster in the world is definitely going to say to you, they want Jason Momoa to play Kratos because he's just you imagine him with a shaved head oh, he would surely, fit this to the ground surely though he needs yeah I guess he would look like such a badass yeah and isn't Kratos like I guess it doesn't really matter but isn't he for some reason like really white is that something to do with the yeah, storyline or is I, it? it's it's something to do with his spot but he's ghost okay. spot I okay. think yeah I should know this I don't okay but the interesting thing about this is as well if you wanted to look at it a slightly different way and you wanted to look at the previous I think it's four installments where it sort of builds his backstory up properly mm-hmm. if you want to look at them you could have a completely different set of movies as in yeah. like we're talking Zack Snyder 300 yeah like that's the kind of crazy I could imagine and I could even imagine it as like uh, you know like I mean, Sin City cinematics the, it does actually well that game kind of reminds me like the few absolutely. bits I've seen of it remind me of like yeah, the 300 absolutely the differences between the original games and this one is the original ones were just hack and slashes right yeah. so you were just playing to kill as many things as possible you don't think and some of the some of the cutscenes are hilarious almost hilarious some of the violence that goes into them yeah but this one the 2018 one where it's flipped it up and it's become this big character driven story which I also love because it's left wide open for more and I believe that they've already kind of announced the second one mm. Love it. It's just it's a phenomenal game, and I'd love to see the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I heard really good things about it, as well as like just the the change it gave for the series with like including the kid. Ah, yeah. I, I thought it was like everyone. Everything that I read was like this is a great little twist. And, and no you, one was expecting this, and it's yeah. a refreshing twist on the. I, and you know what? The one thing that that pisses me off about any movie is when you have a false kid character because no no matter no matter what the kid no matter how good the actor is if it's a false character like a sidekick or what it's going to be fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> just, I don't care. Just like kids, Tommy. No, that's... Like, just, I like Tommy, kids. I Tommy. like kids, but they're 
almost always Hide babies. an annoying side part. Hide your babies. Oh my god, it's not like that. Come on, but oh. in this, the best thing about in this is he's supposed to be annoying. Nah, so you could get the, the the worst shittiest kid. No, I'm kidding. But you, <laughs> you, you could literally have like he's supposed to be annoying. But his there is a second arc built underneath Kratos's, which is Atreus who builds, and then mm. he's got to learn sort of certain things about himself and about the world, and it's that's super interesting. Yeah, for sure. Random thought because you said like kid actors the alienist which i was recently watching in last week's yeah, yeah, episode yeah. i just realized the main shit well i didn't realize this my girlfriend did she goes oh that's dakota fanning dakota fanning's oh God, grown really? up and is the main chick and i was like she's like oh that looks like dakota fanning i was like yeah no way it's i mean it does kind of look like her i could see oh, it really? but it's like, and then she looks up she's like no it literally is dakota fanning oh it's crazy she's how old is she's quite, fanning God, she's an adult it's weird it's why it's weird seeing someone that you've seen on the big screen as like a kid. I don't know what to be an you. adult. It's it's weird to me. Anyway, I'm to, so interesting. Miss this in the in the news today, but another sort of child actress growing up, um, formerly known as Ellen Page, has come out as trans this week. And oh, she is but now known that as is news that I was Elliot Page. How did I not say that? Gail told me about that news. Good for her. Just good, before. Good. Good great for Elliot. Her. Good for Elliot. It's great for her, and she's she's been. A lot of stuff. I like, believe it's a he now. Sorry. Well, he has been in a lot of stuff. I mean, you know what? Like, it's I feel uh, like Juno. He's been in, uh, was it Inception? Yeah. Inception. We need to do it. We need to do a, a part oh, of that. God, that, that Look, we're getting way hard. off topic. Yeah. Anyway. Good, good for Elliot. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Everyone do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, liberal society, all about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So what's your um, second one? Second one I'm much more proud of. Like, Alan Wake was a little hard for me kind of to talk through because I didn't play it. Also, it's, like, pretty heady. Okay. Mass Effect. Oh, And amazing. honestly, just do the whole trilogy. So uh, what you're saying is you went on any YouTube video and went, best video game. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I actually If you love, watch any top ten. I love this game. And I forgot how much I loved it. It's on Xbox as well. Uh, it, it was. I played oh. it on the 360. Okay. Um, and I don't even remember if I finished it, to be honest. But Because it was like one of those games that's like invest so much of your time. And I think I like I got left college and was in my first job and just like yeah, somewhere yeah. along the way stopped. But uh, so we so uh, so like well known for being an incredible trilogy with yes. one being one being exceptional, two being this standout phenomenal like game, and yeah. then three being less good because of the ending, but yet still an incredible. Where, where do you yeah. start with that? <laughs> Having I'm pretty sure not finished the game. It's hard for me to comment on the three, <laughs> but I've heard like pretty good things about like how the ending was like satisfying but frustrating which honestly like most good endings are sure. like that's you're not supposed to just at least the ones that I like sure. should have some loss like the, if you went through a story and you didn't and you didn't feel completely unsettled sure. after it like then nothing changed and it wasn't Spoil, driving spoilers for this game from I think 10 years ago now but I think what people were more frustrated by was the game was sold to you as all your decisions through the game are gonna gonna impact but what it turned out to be was just a choice of red yellow blue it's like a choice of one of three choices and you just click a button and 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 basically those all those choices before didn't end up pulling forward and okay fair enough i mean and that is a fair criticism for like the ending i guess but the choices definitely did play a part in how you got there game to game because i remember there was a there was an, a time when i basically picked my slam piece to save in the game instead of like slam my piece. old mate wow. yeah, i had to choose one slam of them piece. and i went totally bros but i did not i totally avoided the bros before hose co oh, no. and left old mate stranded to be gunned down and in the next game like he was gone and the chick was yeah, there and then i had all these storylines with her yeah, so like obviously okay. there there was some elements of that but i guess maybe fair call it didn't affect the outcome of the end so talking about the cinematic universe how Sorry. are we how are we um, about this dude i guess we're just going through the plot like mass effect is set like within the milky way galaxy apparently like two centuries in advance of where we are cool. now cool which like and they have passed in like so travel space yeah it's a, it's a space opera space Great. sci-fi Perfect. but like by the way random aside like we're not getting like faster than light travel in the next like 200 years not like games come on kick these things out not quite a far but wow. <laughs> i don't i don't like elon musk has got a lot of work to do He's, uh, it's not gonna happen it, so, so my point is like maybe make this more realistic set it like 500 years in the future sure anyway um <laughs> not 200 at this point though it is possible to use mass transit devices called mass relays to travel around the galaxy which is why this might be more realistic because they've found these devices that allow them to travel this is in game right yeah 
This isn't just happening right no, now. No, this is <laughs> yes, this didn't just happen. He London just makes him that would have been crazy news. So what's the crux of the game? So what's so, the, so what's I guess the, the crux drawing a, what what part of the story is gonna fuel so, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Sorry it's it's huge, dude. It's hard to it's hard to put down into a sentence, but I guess like it's if I had to, you've got basically hundreds of races of different species sure. at different varying degrees of development and like obviously culture. Yep. So you're, there's things around like racism that you can play into. There's uh, just like xenophobia. There's this thing called the Citadel, which is almost like you could think of it as like the G8, right? Okay. Which is like the top countries by wealth that are yeah, like yeah. allowed to make decisions that affect like the entire galaxy. So there's all these political ramifications. You've got corporate agencies, shadow governments, people profiting on what, off of what becomes like the end of the world. It's got everything, right? It's got like aliens who, you know, based off the lore, were in this crazy war and a disease basically genetically wiped out their ability to reproduce. And so there's all this like blood feud of like generations before playing yeah. into things. It's just got so much intrigue and lore for stories to be told that this should totally be a uh, long form television show. Long by one, so of, you're gonna go yeah, I was sure. by one of the big, you know, if you're gonna do it, Amazon's throwing money at everything. Um, you could try and make it into three movies, but I don't think it'd do it justice. So then, do you go the way of you make a direct adaption and you have Commander Shepard, he or she, whichever you would go for, or do you look to a different character? That is the hardest part, and that is the exact thing that I was gonna ask you when I went to cast. I was like, like it's hard to just be like you should cast someone as this character who's supposed to be like totally you and your decisions, yeah, right? For sure. Um, but like, well, I did make an attempt at it. Well, that's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, like you could go about it in so many different ways. Like, so there's theories. And I mean, fuck, why do I know these things? There's theories about the game that Commander Shepard is just this mythical idea. It's not necessarily about the person. So you could almost go the route of each show or episode or season has a slightly different person because that's because it's someone telling a story right yeah and then you ha they have a different interpretation of the story i would almost prefer it to be like this thing like game of thrones where you have like this intro where it shows the different places right and i, I keep yeah. going back to game of thrones but like people really love game of thrones and, and you, but like you're you're some weeks you're right you're following like this character to show sure. off this storyline and, it, and it's more an ensemble of characters and sure there may be a captain shepherd but he's just one element of like okay, yeah, the yeah. week right I like that the way Jon Snow eventually became one of the main dudes yeah, he wasn't yeah. in the beginning right he was sharing time with everyone so like it, 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 could, be, it, it could be broader than just the original trilogy for sure it expands out and then it'll obviously but I think the storyline I think it's a good story so they, should, they should stick to that plot so you, I mean you, you could almost like like Game of Thrones builds up to like you say the Jon John Snow plot expand out you could contract. start exactly yeah. start with a broader cast and then you see the shepherd coming through that'd be really interesting Cool. Or so multiple, like my point is, yeah. it's, it starts big and expands, expands, expands. At some point, when you're getting to the end, it contracts, contracts. contracts. Who do you see, dude? The funny part. Who was, do you see directing this? Ah, oh, dude, I couldn't even because it's a showrunner thing now. Sure. Like when you make it a show, it becomes a whole different sure. thing. Yeah. It's almost like somebody who's a big nerd that really cares. As long as you really Me, care, I'm a big nerd, and, you're, and you've got some film experience. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, look what look what David Benioff and DB Wise pulled off having uh, no yeah. experience yeah right? true for the longest wow. time they faked everybody out until season uh, let's not look at into this seven, eight. anyway dude the casting side of it is actually really interesting because I didn't realize how many legit actors were already oh in really this. the elusive man who's this like crazy like corp there's this spectra agency it's just kind of like this underworld crime like okay. thing the elusive man is voiced by Martin Sheen oh really and actually, he would be like the perfect guy to cast for it as well. So you're like, okay, I just mind she's not as young as he used to be. He's not supposed to be young. Okay, he's this okay, old creepy okay. dude who's like running things. Oh, great. But I take your point. He may may look older than even I remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll de age him. Yeah, we'll use yeah. some of that Disney money. Uh, Joker is already played by Seth Green. Okay. It's so like the funny pilot. Okay. Could, could totally still take on that role. Um, Rex is played by this guy named Stephen Barr, who I didn't actually know, but he's in a lot of stuff. Okay, uh, and it fits the fits the bill. And then, as far as other characters, there's a bunch of other characters in this thing, so I could go on for days. But Amazing. there's a lot no, that's of so interesting people to cast. I, and I think the coolest part about this, and why it would be like a really good thing to do beyond just the lore, is the themes. Sure. And like the theme of it, I think, is like understanding. 
like prevents conflict. So like okay. the more you can try and understand someone, something, someone from a different lot, walk of life, right. different race, whatever it may be, you're going to be able to find common ground generally. But at sure, what sure. point does that end? And that's a political aspect. And I, I yeah. see where you're coming from because obviously Mass Effect is, is, is a first person shooter, right? It's hard. I think it's actually third person. Yeah. Anyway. Whichever. It's, it's a shooter at its heart. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting in, in not a similar way to how you're describing Game of Thrones that the real driver behind all, all of it is the, is the politics. Yeah. But there are these elements of, you know, like action thrown in as well, which is, that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and, and the theme I think is super relevant to even like today. Like we see, you see a lot of conflicts that could be ended peacefully if like everyone understood everyone's motives yeah. and we were able to see the goals of both sides and find a common ground. But like, does all conflict come down to a lack of understanding or is there at some point we get political now are we no, are we well, seriously though <laughs> it is political but, hour? well this is like this is something that's relevant at, at some point is there just like someone in the game right in, in the game sense it's is there an alien that's so whose mind who's so away from our own ability to think or who doesn't care to even come to a common sure. ground with us sure. th- does it even make sense to put in the effort to try and understand them because that's hard it's hard to get everyone on the same page true and that's what like uh, without spoiling it that's kind of there there does come a point i think the game says where no like you got to look out for yourself but there's there's heavy themes so yeah that's mass effect i think it's cool uh thing to adapt I hope someone does it actually I'd be stoked what's your second one yeah, I feel like I, I feel like there should be something in the works um, yeah cool my second one is a, yeah, another hack and slash but I'm gonna I'm gonna run with it anyway do you know the game Devil May Cry I do Capcom yeah it is and I played this growing up and I think it's I just think it's a really interesting game to bring to the cinema because not only is there, there's a lot of comic books behind it as well, so it's like it's mm-hmm. it's got a lot of lore it's in the background, of, yeah. but it's really different to anything you would see right now, like so different, and I think there's a lot of cool things about it, so to give a really quick overview of it, I mean there are a number of versions to choose from, lest we speak about the attempted remake DMC, that was dire. Let's not talk about that. Let's well, clear remake of the. They just tried, after I think it was after the fourth one. They tried to re remake it, and they redid the main character to make him really cool and edgy. The remake of the first one. It it was just a, just a remake. So they oh. just ground up same backstory, but like they redesigned the main a, character. Like, fucking Capcom anyway, loves a remake. Let's talk about it the better. But long story. The, the the crux of the story is that you have this hero Dante, more of an anti-hero who is a half-human, half-demon. He's the son of a demon who essentially helped the human race stop a war between demons and humans Mm. and used part of his soul to close the gate between the two realms. Mm. And that's essentially where the whole thing kicks off. This demon then falls in love with a human woman, hence hence Dante being half-and-half, and he has a twin brother, which is all just in the mix. The very that's within the first like five minutes, the opening credits of the, <laughs> the first game, and then you have this incredible hack and slash adventure where he's essentially trying to close portals between you know demon world and and the human world, and he's this like reluctant hero, but he's a complete badass at the same time. He's like smug, he's almost arrogant, but at the same time backs it up. He's got all these crazy powers, like because he is half demon so he's got incredible healing Mm. he runs around with a twin pair of guns and a big fucking sword um so it's really it's 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 fun but has a lot of interesting lore to it as well i think this one was the hardest for me when i was thinking of who to cast for the main character because it's really hard to get someone who has that level of like almost arrogance yeah it's also a super anime looking character isn't it so it's always hard to imagine someone like in real life with the yeah but yeah so like what what I was trying to think so when I was trying to think of how this could work as a film or TV show which you know it's kind of kind of what we're talking about I'm not just talking about my favourite game I was trying to think who could build this world with all these weird fucking demons and like this grotesque world where you know like blood's used to get through a door for example and all this crazy fucking shit and then I just started thinking about like Guillermo del Toro (laughs) and started thinking about like how he has all these practical effects in his movies and I was like 
I can just see it now. He would be perfect for this. Like, if you could mix, if he could do slightly better with his act, I mean, better action. He's like, think about it. He did Pacific Goddamn Rim. He does incredible action scenes. Yeah. But I feel like it's more personal and grounded in the way that what else Hellboy he was. He's done the first two Hellboy movies. Okay. Pacific Rim. He's done so much stuff. Pan's Labyrinth. He's incredible. I Pan, see that. I thought it was the guy that did Pan's Labyrinth, and then you said Pacific Rim, and I'm like, no way did the same guy make those two movies. He's such an interesting director, and I think he would be Shape of Water. Weird Shape one. of Water. Yeah, it's a weird movie. And what's interesting about this game is, and we kind of talked about this like just before the show, like its roots are in horror. Yeah. So, like, it has that horror element. I don't know if you want to elaborate what you know about this game. Uh, I don't know a ton other than, um, to, what, to be honest, the, the premise that you described reminds me of The Witcher a bit. Like, he's stuck between two worlds, but it's very different. Um, no, but, like, yeah. like I, I think what I was... So, so oh, you're talking was, about... Okay. Yeah, it was, like, a rework. So, it was essentially a rework of an old Resident Evil yeah, game. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's really... I think it's really interesting for that that it's got all these horror elements but has a com- has like all this weird mess up star on top of it so when I was sort of thinking about I just Guillermo del Toro just ran away with it in my head and I could just imagine a lot of the games in fact all the games to be fair are essentially you are either on an island or you are in a tower and you're like going through area by area trying to break down and get to the next bit and it's I, I really like that idea and it, something in my head was just thinking of do you know The Raid? Do you ever see that movie? No. Indonesian movie where it's essentially martial arts and it's a dude who's a special forces police officer and he goes into a building effectively on his own and he it's a bit like that scene in Daredevil where you first meet Punisher and he's just in a corridor and it's all these incredible one shots of him destroying all these guys one by one and I just have this in my head this mashup of this really claustrophobic long one shots with like these incredible horror Guillermo del Toro moments thrown on top of it I'm just like I'm excited just thinking about it like this just sounds so fucking cool like, but what will the story like what I would ask is like certain games you're like okay I could see how you make a story out of this yeah some of the like games I'm like I don't you can't necessarily follow the game's main story because it would it's get a re- boring it, so at, at a top level it's real simple he's yeah. just trying to stop the demons coming back into our world and there's mm-hmm. one main demon I forgot his name I think it's Mundo I have lost Good old Mundo. Yeah. Well, he's basically trying to stop this one demon that his father locked away coming back into our world. Yeah. So it's really broad premise. Like, that's the end game. Yeah. But you can have all these side stories. Like, his brother turns out to be, uh, turns out to want to fight him as well. And there's all of the characters woven into it. And I just think it, it, in my head, just sounds fucking cool. So when I was thinking about who I would love to cast, I got really lost in sort of the arrogant side of Dante. Like, who could play that, who could pull off the arrogance and still be cool at the same time? and then I was actually listening to a different podcast and they brought up Stranger Things and I know we just sort of talked about it a moment ago but like do you that know guy. do you know Billy from Stranger yeah, Things yeah dude bro I saw him in Bondi like last week fuck really he was just walking around anyway sorry no you uh, no, but like but that, yes he would pull that off that arrogance yeah. that I think he he needs to bulk up for the role he might not be like people might complain but like in terms of just, just the personality, he'd look right. Like you could figure it out. Give yeah. him a fucking. Everyone wears wigs in these movies these yeah. days. He'd be great. Like honestly, the only other person I could really think of, put my finger on who I would think do this role justice, and I hate myself for saying this. Every sinew of my body hates me. Is Jared Leto? Like I don't think <laughs> he's got the arrogance chops, but that's some, he's. I think I think he's genuinely a very good actor, and he could probably. Yeah, he is. He's just always persona. played like really, really weird roles. So I'd, yeah. I've never seen him in one weird. where I'm like, okay, you're like a confident dude. Like yeah. he's always like, last time, what was he, what did I, what's the last movie I saw him in? Uh, probably Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. He, yeah. yeah, it's very, it's like, I don't know anyone else that could play that, but I've he's, only seen him in those extreme roles. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I, we're, we're really not powering for you at all. Give us your, give us your third one. Let's, let's try it. Oh, and... sorry. Uh, we'll oh, go good. quick. Halo. Ah, I know amazing. Ever, I just think that... Uh, so we really went for these uh, weird <laughs> look, indie games. I mean, like, Halo, I didn't want to put it on because it's so popular and just such a blockbuster already. That yeah, you'd be yeah. like, do we need a movie? But, like, the, the story of... Great. The original story of, like, the even, like, the prequel of Halo, Halo, Halo 2 and Halo 3, mainly the first three, to be honest, yeah. um, it's phenomenal. Like it's a really that's what got me into the series. Now I just play for the gameplay because the story yeah, has become yeah, yeah. crap. It's weird now, isn't it? It's, it's terrible. Bit, it's just yeah. it's like the, obviously it's, it's a new new studio and it's just not a good story. Right, right, right. But, uh, but they're making a new one for the new Xbox, correct? They are. And again, I'm not. I, I'm 
not looking forward to the story because I think they've they've lost me now. Like, you, you think they'd have learned from all that? And like we are we are in the time of revivals. Like Devil May Cry is a perfect example. Like they had lost their own way entirely, and they brought out five, which was a continuation of the original games. I would hope they do. And everyone but, went fuck yeah. But I'm worried that like also like fuck the, yeah. <laughs> the stuff coming out of. Uh, the stuff coming out of that studio, they've lost like three creative directors oh, wow, while really? the game's been made. Like, it doesn't sound like they will get uh-huh. it right, but maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But in any case, I don't think they need to make movies about the other parts. Just like the first three, the original series, the original trilogy. Like, it's got crazy themes of like how religion, or like, uh, sorry, themes, uh, motifs, and all sorts of things around like religious extremism and how it's created and how it affects like outcomes in society, uh, government surveillance kind of stories like and storylines and like what is the cost of having mass government surveillance what surveillance what is the cost of extreme militarization funny you funny you bring this up by the way yeah uh i think they're actually making it into a tv show so i heard they are 2021 i heard they are and the reason why i'm saying it's not the same is i don't think it's actually made i think it's like a different offshoot of lore it's not the actual game storyline it's master chief so Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe I cheated. Look, I'm looking. I, I don't know, but like, I th- I'd like to know your vision. Of that. I think it's more about your vision of it. How would you? See I it? don't think you could. You don't need to do this as a show. I think it could be a movie, like okay. a series of movies. If you could make three movies, you could easily do it. Okay. Two or three movies. Um, but I mean, it's got it's got the like the cinematic like. You, ha- you could imagine those big cinematic shots yeah. for this type of movie, right? For sure, and it doesn't like the there's, there's actually like if you look at I used I think when I was in like high school or like grammar school I read the book uh-huh. oh okay. one of the books that they was made to like to add lore to it like there's actually a lot of lore and story that is really really good that uh, it doesn't have to just be this action movie right you could have obviously sequences yeah. but between those sequences you could have like a, a story driven by like intrigue uh, yeah, know. so what's the crux of this story? So what's driving the story forward? So, so in essence, like, basically, humanity ha- is the very beginning of the Halo story. Humanity is, like, out out to the farthest outreaches of the galaxy. There's uh-huh. a unified government that's trying to bring in these outer colonies to be a part of it. And the, these outer colonies are really rebelling oh. um, against this, right? And there's a lot of piracy because of that. And the crux of like how Master Chief and the, the Spartans, as they're called, are born, or is actually a result of like a military experiment of kidnapping children oh. and creating super soldiers to basically get these out these rebel colonies in line and become right. these super soldiers that can govern the galaxy. And by happenstance, while they're doing this, and like halfway through their training, or maybe like three fourths of the way through their training, this random alien race just invades. Uh, their oh. their kind of space and obviously everything they thought they were going to use these soldiers for changes and they start just fighting for their life against this like much superior the covenant in the game this much superior uh, technologically advanced race yeah. of a bunch of different aliens that are just basically trying to exterminate the humans and uh, so it's, it really does explore a theme of like do the ends justify the means like all, a very unethical act right of like kidnapping children from their families replacing them with clones that die so after a year right oh really they, they're actually the ones that end up potentially saving humanity because if they didn't have these things they would have never been able to stop these or at least even keep up with these uh, yeah, yeah these aliens but they weren't actually made for that purpose in the beginning so do you know it's one of those like uh, utopian so society things right does, does it who do, you, who do you imagine uh, directing I could see Peter Jackson doing this really well and actually oh, I think really? he was there like was at, space opera. there was at one point it's not really an opera this one but like well, even even honestly anyone that paid attention to this it's got enough you don't need a like crazy writer to rehash this like the story is good and there's right. actually big plot reveals and I don't really have a director in mind per se, but I'm pretty sure way back when Peter Jackson almost, there was almost a Halo movie and he almost did. He was like rumored to be directing, but this is back when like Lord of the Rings was a thing. But I I just think it would be totally fun to explore if they did it right. And they didn't make it like super campy and blockbustery. They made it like a, an intense, like uh, look into like, what does it do to the human psyche to be like this child soldier and like almost like a hurt locker thing. Yeah, yeah. That's and, and took that element with like also, is it okay to like mass militarize, you know, yeah, of humanity, right? Because we're already doing it. Right? <laughs> uh, that I think that does sound super cool. Yeah, I hope they do it. I don't know if they will though. All right. Well, I, I realize we've, we've almost nearly hit an hour already, so we're, right, we're going to be right. a long one tonight. But so my third one then was 
and I don't know if you wouldn't have played this, but Injustice God, Gods Among Us. And I thought I'd bring it back to our like theme of the show, which is you know comic books and comic book movies a little bit. So this never heard of this one. Looking it up is so this is the one that I mentioned before that I haven't played all of. So it's essentially a fighting game, but you fight as the characters from the DC universe. Mm. It's in, it's incredible, and the sto- so the story behind it, it also has a bunch of comics that back up the game. So what it is is I'm excited to see how you create a fighting game to have a storyline for a movie. It's so interesting. (laughs) So so listen to the storyline, okay, right? So it's it's set in an alternative DC universe, so you can do whatever you want, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane. So already you're kind of nervous... (laughs) <laughs> about what what's going to happen, and I mean, I mean, this is pretty much spoiled in the trailer anyway. But then Superman then goes, he 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 breaks. Okay. Him killing Lois Lane breaks him, and he goes and he murders the Joker. So Joker mur- gets murdered. What happens is then uh, there's a, a brief nuclear war which sort of breaks breaks Metropolis. But Superman becomes this crazy dictator who bends a bunch of the Justice League to his own will and makes them sort of for- forces them to do his bidding a lot of them or, or basically kills them um, but because it's it is a different dimension and you know you can do whatever you want Batman becomes a bit of a resistance to this mm-hmm. and it's really like this fun idea of Batman building a little resistance against him but then he realises that he can't defeat Superman on his own he has he has a weapon that can defeat Superman and it's actually a kryptonite weapon get it he needs all of the Justice League members okay which some of which are dead because Superman murdered them <laughs> so what he does is he creates a portal to a different universe within DC and brings through a bunch of them but then the story really kicks off it's this huge battle between a bunch of DC characters who've gone rogue for example Aquaman has to fight evil Aquaman quick question then, is this like a player versus player fighting game yeah okay so what it is is it builds up all these story plot elements and then it has you do like pits you in the fight with these crazy characters against okay. each other now what so all this happens and eventually what we we end up with is this end of tournament battle where bruce realizes that I, and i'm gonna spoil this game massively so bruce realizes there is no way to beat superman without bringing through superman from the other universe so what mm. he does is he brings his good superman through from a universe that lois lane was never murdered and then you have the big final showdown between the two and i just have this crazy like <laughs> This couldn't be a TV show. This would have to be three, maybe four movies. Like <laughs> what? It's, it's, I've got to play devil's advocate here and call you call bullshit. There's, well, here's it. what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. This is probably the least likely to be made movie of all the oh, things absolutely. we talked about. Absolutely, no, absolutely, completely. Yeah. But this, well, you're asking, is, you're asking what no, I'd like to see. This is fanboy Tommy just you're getting his what I'd like seat to on see. the pulpit, being like, "This is what I want." Look, you tell me. Give right. it to me. You ask me what I want to see. I'm telling you, like, there is so much uh, interesting story backstory. We've never seen a version of Superman who snaps on screen. Like, you've obviously seen a bit of him in that Justice League film where mm-hmm. he goes a bit nuts. But so what? It all also shows Bruce Wayne for once doing detecting rather than just beating people to death which you know what I think that's always good to I, it's, it's great to set Batman out as this he's a ninja right he's a crazy badass but also seeing him detecting doing the thing you know, he's the world's greatest detective I'd like to see that on the screen one time but then you imagine having DC superheroes fighting DC superheroes I think that just sounds incredible now it's tough to do like fan casting for this because you could do whatever you want like you could yeah. literally do Crescent and Earth you could bring different characters from different versions yeah of I don't films. think there's a real point to it you, no yeah. but I only really had one director in mind when I thought about this and it's funny because he's obviously doing if you say the Zach current Snyder. DC movies <laughs> if you say fucking Zack Snyder I think he will this be this is just the jizz of all your favorite no, things no, I, I'll just give him a hit, hit canvas hit out, hit of t- hit like I don't personally like him for the actual Justice League stuff that's happening personally like I'm excited to see it but this is way more suited to Zack Snyder than any of the stuff he's currently doing this storyline and these these beats it's there is a lot of there is some character progression in there obviously but it's more about the big cinematic moments it's about those big hero moments where stuff comes off and who doesn't want to see Superman fighting Superman we already had it in Superman 3 (laughs) sort of like that would be great yeah what do you you think of the premise I think your premise is awesome I'm green lighting it for four movies (laughs) (laughs) look we're getting Zack Snyder on it Here's here's a billion dollars. <laughs> Make this video look, game a movie. It will be incredible. <laughs> I've, look, are there are there any other ones just to touch on briefly because yeah. I know 
Like either, just ones you can just fire off because there's a few that I wrote down. I wrote down a couple, but I found most of them were already about to be movies. Oh, really? Go on. Yeah. Um, well, the Resident Evil one I wrote down was yep. the one I originally wrote down. Uh, the Last of Us. Yep. Um, I tried to stay away from those ones, but that's interesting. Yeah, no, I just didn't even... I, I think we talked about it and I just forgot. Yeah. Um, well, if you, okay, well, if you want a similar one, then... Uncharted. Similar one to what we just talked about, Batman Arkham Asylum. Similar dark video game, but very much based within one space and the Batman outwitting the Joker. That's a, that's a, Arkham Asylum is like something that hasn't been explored in like film that much. So I strange. think they stop in it. Except in Batman and Robin. Did they go there? I can't wow, I really felt I think they did. Um, <laughs> I think they go there in Batman Begins for like one scene, but it's like super like lame. It's mm-hmm. like just like a normal jail. And I'm like, yeah. this is not what Arkham Asylum is. It's supposed yeah. to be like full of nutters. I feel, I feel like we've both been very cinematic with our game choices. Do you have any like weird ones? <sighs> Honestly, I didn't. I was trying to like actually think about things that realistically could happen. You actually threw a curveball in here with, uh, with the old, what is it? Injustice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a curveball. Well, the, the weird one that I would really love to see is, and this is going to be such a throwback. My brother's going to love this reference because we used to play this all the time as kids. Did you ever play Streets of Rage on the old Sega? I, I think it was Me- Mega Drive in the UK. No. This is like your bog standard side scrolling beat em up game. Yeah. Like, but it's got this funky backstory where the, the city's been taken over and the police are all corrupt, and there's only the th- two or three of you that have to go in and defeat all the bad guys. It's just like insane. Like it's it is just a side scrolling people. The ending's great as well. Like spoilers for this game was in like the nineties. But like at the end of it, if you get to the end, it turns out but there's there's different endings. But if the two of you make it to the end, like if you're playing two player, yeah. that thing we used to be able to do with video games. Uh-huh. If the two of you make it to the end, then the bad guy makes you fight each other. <laughs> And then, but often it then sends you, like, the winner goes back to the beginning of the game and has to do it one player. Oh, wow. It's intense as hell. And, like, I was just thinking about this, and I was like, there's no, like, I can't honestly think of any good reason or good way to make this game. I can't remember what I was watching. I was watching a video, and they mentioned, have you ever seen uh, Escape from New York? That sounds really familiar. Was that, like, PlayStation era? No, 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 sorry, it's a movie. It's, oh. um, I'm thinking about that taxi game. Wasn't there a taxi game that used to be really big? No, so like if you know Escape from New York, it's it's Kurt Russell who plays character Snake <laughs> I love Plissken. Kurt Russell. He's and he's incredible in this. Like he's almost the prototype for a game I'm going to mention in a moment. But it's this dystopian future where New York is the only city left, and he has to go into the part that's the prison, which I think is Staten uh, one of the island, yeah. maybe Manhattan, and he has to go in to get the president out because the president's plane's gone down in there, and it's this big fucking free for all and it's just like we're gonna have to talk about Dude. this at some point because it's, it's, it's on the rewatchables it's great okay. well I can imagine that sort of movie if you could mix it with the sort of like you know George Miller who did Mad Max yeah if you could mix it with those sort of visuals and that sort of style I could imagine this weird side scrolling beat em up just been fucking incredible I, I got, got really excited thinking about it I just pulled up a list to like give myself some ideas for ones that I hadn't thought of yeah yeah your infamous is number six on the list for games that should be movies. Infamous? But you, Do you mean uh, oh, sorry. Injustice? Okay, no, I guess Infamous is something different. Uh, infamous is a different game. Yeah, fair, fair enough. It's still a bad idea. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Skyrim yeah. is on here, which is yeah. one that I, I had thought about, Didn't. but I was like, you know, it's just another fantasy Never game. Never got right? into it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed would've it. would have liked to. I really did yeah, enjoy it. would have liked to. But I, I'm not sure that, like, you know, I didn't want to talk about that and another like I'm already I mean I'm yeah. well into fantasy right now Same. in this book anyway but how did I not think of this Tommy cool. I'm ashamed okay Red Dead it's basically oh, I, a I thought that was your like number one it's basically a movie I literally thought yeah. that's what you were going to talk about so I, 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 I when you said to me Alan Wake I was like huh I can't believe I subbed Alan shame on me well sorry I, Alan Wake you're getting booted for Red Dead like I this should is, be a movie it's yeah. already a movie well I think fair. this is a well we can come back to I really do because I yeah. think there's I've got so many written down. There's a lot. Um, I mean, we didn't even touch on Metal Gear Solid, which is the original yeah. cinematic game. So, like, we could have come back to this. I think it's, it's going to be fun. And when Cyberpunk comes out, maybe that could fall on the list as well. For sure. Who knows? For sure, man. I'm I go, uh, thanks, everybody. It's been, been real. It's been fun. I'm going to go play some Red Dead now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've, you've completely missed out um, oh, what was our classic section. But how do we do Aquaman? Correspondence. Oh, correspondence. I was going to say Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you I just want to talk about fucking Aquaman. We got... Well, actually, before we do that, let me quickly ask you one, one last question. Yeah. Um, and this is what... This was actually the first thing I thought of when we started talking about this and you, when, we, when we started talking about doing this. But it was... 
I put a flip on it, and we could even do a full part on this, which which is, which movie worlds would you like to play as a video game? Oh, yeah, I think that's a that's a whole pod. I got that's a whole podcast. But like, which movie worlds would I like to have? Like Game of Thrones for sure, off the top of my head. Be really slow. I just don't know how you do it. Yeah, because the story is so integral to it. Well, um, the one the ones that got my mind mind going were I be really I, I, slow. I started. It would be, it'd be like Mass Effect. Taking three weeks Mass Effect though, does have a lot of talking, dude. That oh, game. Really? If you never played it, it's like ninety percent dialogue options. Oh, okay, I'll check yeah, it out. Anyway. I need to check it out. To be fair, like it's a classic. They're, they're remaking it anyway. Okay, well, the ones I was thinking of were, first of all, I started thinking about The Matrix, which I would have, like, they did make there a video a game. game for it. Yeah, and, it was yeah, good. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking of. I would, apparently, the game is better than the two sequels. Yeah. But that made me then think of the John Wick movies, which I think could, e- I mean, it's tailor-made yeah. to be a cover shooter video game, right? Fair. Like, that could be great. Anyway, I think we could do a whole podcast on this, and, and I, I love that you didn't even think of your... I, my favorite. <laughs> you didn't even think of Red Dead. I was like telling Tommy this game is so good. It's like Martin Scorsese directed this game, and I don't think of it for an adaptation to a movie. It's a shame. It's honestly better than any western I've watched recently. And I've watched. Oh really? Yeah, like the Red Dead Redemption's western story is so well done. Um, it's just, and I'm talking about number two, but honestly, you could do either one. Okay. Anyway, well, I mean, that could be, that could be two full ones. Well. Yeah, we do have some correspondence. Thank you very much for everyone who contacted us. That's very nice of you. We'd like to hear from everyone. What One that I should have read out last week and, and I got called out for was friend of the show, Matt, did email back about... He likes to call you wet thaw, basically. Everyone does these um, days. It's, huh? it's a thing. You are wet thaw. But he, he did send a really lovely, nice email. He, again, thanked us for the show, which is incredibly nice of him. He did also say that he found a different list about rating comic book movies. Now, please don't. If you... Please don't. This is a slightly different take on it, and, and they're not necessarily cinematic ones. However, the one he found, and it's going to spoil it in case we ever do look at it, is the 1990s Captain America was number one. Now, I haven't seen it, but I would love to sit and watch <laughs> some dire. Probably so bad. Well, he it's also mentioned that it had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 on it from 1993, and along with Spawn from 1997. I remember Spawn being dreadful. Didn't see it. I just remember it being absolutely Turtles, shit. though, I would be down to watch that kind of a bad movie. Because, again, goofy. But, um, yeah, Captain America. Not sure I can sit through that. And he said another one, throw him for fun, is Condor Man from the 80s. I've, I've never even heard of it, so... Condor Man. Fuck, like... What's his power? Just like massive wingspan? Should play basketball. Sorry, I'm, I'm just. I don't know. Riff, I'm just. I, now. I'm just lost. I'm like. Getting tired. What is this condom, man? <laughs> okay. Well, he also says. You remember I mentioned that uh, I potentially had a new nickname for you at the end of last one, which was Penguin Man. Penguin Man. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, it's when we were talking about Catwoman, how she discovered her powers. I still don't know what the reference is. I'll probably re-listen to it at some point and think it was hilarious. But you can be Penguin Man from now on. <laughs> that's absolutely not going to happen well Matt we I, really appreciate the um, really appreciate the feedback send over that list we'd love to look at it I, I think he says it might be done by Rotten Tomatoes so send it over we'll have a look and if we ever decide to go back to that well it's going to be a while I gotta say I don't know if I can do that anytime soon anyway yeah, well, thanks very much, guys. I really appreciate really appreciate all the correspondence. Any more, Dre would love to tell you what the address is. Yeah, it's thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Yeah, that's it. Do you remember the Twitter? Podcast Assemble. So you can search Podcast Assemble or it's pod underscore assemble. Pod underscore assemble. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for the correspondence. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Dre. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Speak Over soon. and out. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>